Hey, hey, Cubs fans, and welcome to a brand new edition of Cubs on Tap. Wow. We are here to talk about a fun game, a crazy game, a game that, I'll be honest, Cody, I was furious with for multiple points of this game. But before we get into it, sir, how are you doing? Dude, I'm fucking fantastic. This is a great fucking <laughs> night. And maybe maybe it's because I missed half the game, but I caught I caught the important parts, man. But I'm doing fantastic. Cubs take two or three in that godforsaken city. God forsaken city of St. Louis. And all those chances the Cardinals had, I don't have it in front of me, but the amount of times they left runners on base. You had Nolan Arenado at the plate with two or with the bases loaded and you don't score. Even multiple people are bases loaded with no outs at one point in the same inning and you don't score. What a fucking game that the Cardinals will look back when they wake up tomorrow. They're going to be like, God damn, we let one go. The Cubs went into that godforsaken city of shitty fucking people, the best fans in baseball, and fucking stole one. Javi Baez. I. Gareth and I was been asking me to fucking apologize. I fucking apologize. I fucking apologize. Javi Baez, he has a lot of fucking flaws, but when it comes to being ready for the moment, being up for the moment, and fucking doing damage, that guy fucks. That guy did what he had to do tonight in that situation. And you know what? Credit to Adam Wainwright. He had a great start, probably his best start against the Cubs in some time. And he's always been good against the Cubs. Believe me, the guy has given me lots of pain in my entire life. Adam Wainwright had one of those, like, he was drinking the Fountain of Youth or something tonight because he had a one-hitter going into seventh inning. Credit to him. You know what? Albert Alzalea was great last night, and he got the loss too. But when you have games like this and you don't, like, you don't score (laughs) to, like, help your pitcher out and it goes to – extra innings or something like that mm-hmm. all those left all those runners left on base come back to haunt you the baseball gods remember bro we've seen it enough for us yep. we've seen it enough adam wainwright literally had a one hitter the cubs couldn't get a guy on base to save their lives you know what i mean yeah and all it took was just him coming out of the game and i felt like it made a difference because even yeah. the end of that gallegos gallegos pitched the Cubs at least got a guy on base. They were sure. like they they put together decent at bats. I thought, mm-hmm. and like sometimes that's just how it is. You know what I mean? Like I'll give yeah. Adam Wainwright all the credit tonight. I'll give him all the credit, but I think what really matters here is that the Cardinals had all these guys on base, and they just shit the bed. They shit the bed in front of the twenty four thousand best fans of baseball. Those motherfuckers get to go get on their fucking train, get in their car, and go home and cry. Just a little bit. Not too much because it's only May. But, like, they have to be pissed off that they lost this game. <laughs> they have to be. One, because it's the Cubs. Two, because they're a first-place fucking team that actually has expectations this year. And to lose to this team, a team that has been in conversations about selling, about selling off. And it's like they have that never-die attitude, Ron. That never-die attitude. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. People sold off on this team. And I've been holding this in for fucking months because we've had to fucking hear it. And you know what? I could be completely wrong about this, Ron. I could be. But I'm going out on a fucking limb. This team is making the playoffs somehow, some fucking way, because they're just taking all that fucking energy of all the naysayers, all that fucking shit, Everything after the U Darvish trade. Everything after Lynn Casper goes to the fucking White Sox. 
everything, everything. And they, it's, it's literally since the moment I said that they would fucking, that they would get, that they would not sweep the Dodgers. This team has been fucking the league, fucking the league, Ron. Fuck everyone who said this team was going to sell off. Fuck everyone who said that this team is going to sell. Fuck them all because this team showed nothing but heart, hustle, and fucking muscle, as Stacey King would say about Joakim Noah back in the day. That is literally, that was a whole team effort, just grinding out at bats, fucking grind them out, man. And he went out there, and they went out there and fucking won a baseball game somehow, some fucking way, Ron. Some fucking way. It wasn't always pretty. The umpire. Fucking sucked, according to Cubs Twitter. Again, I missed half the game. I'm sorry. But, like, all of that, all of that, it took all of that, and the Cubs still won the goddamn game. I still hate the runner on second base rule, but whatever. The Cardinals got to do. They even got to run in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just – and I'm sorry for just oh – I just, I just had all going? this built-up <laughs> energy because I needed something to just tell me, Cody, start believing in this team. Start believing. I need it. And this is the game that did it. I'm all in, Ron. We're going to the postseason. I don't know what's going to happen there, but we're going to the postseason. Fuck St. Louis. Fuck the best fans of baseball. And fuck everyone who said that this team was selling. And if they do sell, then we can fucking riot with the fucking, at the fucking Ricketts for doing that. But it ain't going to be because they're bad. This team fucks. Mm. Inject that shit into my veins, Cody. I'll tell you what, man. You are 100% oh, man. right. It, it just it feels like this team, they're like, because everybody's been talking their shit, because everybody has completely just sold them off as a team that said they can't. I mean, fuck, tonight, my turn, because I got a lot of pent-up fucking anger because I hate ESPN Sunday Night Baseball with a living fucking passion. But how are you going to sit here and tell me that – Veskersian and A-Rod did not want the Cardinals to win tonight. All they talked about was the Cardinals. The Cardinals are so even the Cardinals after, are in first place. Even after Javi hit the homer, yeah. fucking A-Rod's going off about all of Javi's flaws that I've pointed out many fucking times. Yep, and Sorry. guess what? And guess what? All of your fucking flaws, A-Rod, that you're talking about with Javi and he's this imperfect player, guess what? That's fine because he still fucking pimped one in the center fucking field tonight and got the Cubs a big fucking W. And that's what they needed. And I'll tell you what, they battled through and everybody's whole Wainwright. Wainwright had a good game. But let's be fucking honest with ourselves here. His 30, you know, took in strikes or whatever that weren't swings. Let's be fucking straight up. 15 of those fucking pitches were balls. 15 of them. Because whoever the – I don't even care what his name is. You don't have to even put it in the fucking comments because quite literally he can go kick rocks. His strike zone – was so inconsistent, so inconsistent, that it made my dating life look consistent. And my <laughs> dating life is non-existent. This was egregious. He fucking sucked. I don't ever want to see him behind the plate for another Cubs game the rest of my life. If I never see him, it'll be too soon. Just everything tonight about this broadcast, about this game, it was Cardinals. The Cardinals are in first place because it's the Cardinals. Fuck the Cardinals. That's what I want to fucking say because – this fucking ump was giving Wainwright a bunch of fucking calls. And sure, the Cubs got some too. We'll call a spade a spade. He was bad all around. But holy shit, did Wainwright get a lot of calls. Holy shit, did Wainwright get a lot of calls. 
And on top of that, they just, oh, the Cardinals are so great. The Cardinals lead the NL Central. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, this this veteran team, and they're so great, and Yachty and Wainwright, and they're fucking old as dirt, but they're legends, and blah, 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 blah. And the fucking. Cubs can't do anything, and oh, my God, this team that – you know, people are saying it's so good and uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> fuck your shit. Fuck it. Fuck that shit. Because, because then Javi comes out when the it means something. Rizzo moves fucking Willie over to third. And then Javi comes up, pimps the ball to center field and gets the fucking job done. And then Craig Kimbrell showing his fucking big old balls off. because Put Craig his Kimbrell fucking meat on the table, bro. Put his fucking meat table. on the table. Meat. And that was cool and tough. That was cool to see and fucking Kimbrough tough, bro. Get the dub. Holy shit, man. Uh, thank God. Get them the fuck out of St. Louis, please. <laughs> they got an off day tomorrow to enjoy. Because holy God, the fact that we don't have to see the Cardinals now for a few weeks. And I pray to God we don't see them again on ESPN. Because I don't know if I can take another one of that tonight. I really don't. And <laughs> But they got the dub. I'm super stoked. The bullpen just continues to be fantastic. How about getting out of a fucking bases loaded jam? And Cody, I got that number for you, by the way, tonight. I don't know if you would like to guess. Not sure if you looked at it yourself, but 25 left on base for the St. Louis Cardinals. And my final thought, Cody, before I open it back up to you, sir, is the greatest fans in baseball were doing the fucking wave with bases loaded and no outs. Guess what? Uh. The baseball god saw that and said, Hey, Cardinals fans, karma's a bitch. You guys are not getting a single fucking run with bases loaded, no outs. <laughs> God, those godforsaken fans, bro. Who, who fucking likes the wave? The wave no is one. about as lame and weak as anything, as anything in sports. It's so bad. The fact that the Cardinals Twitter account actually tweeted that out thinking it was a good tweet. They should literally, literally go to jail. They should go to wherever the jail is in St. Louis and put themselves in timeout for actually tweeting that on Saturday night. And then to actually, the fans actually do it, even the Cup fans that are part of doing that, because I know there's Cup fans. There's half and half. <laughs> it's they, they should all be arrested for doing the wave. Everyone who did the wave, they should all be arrested. But anyway, man, 25 men left on base. Remember when the Cubs did that in two games? The Carlos just did that in one game. One fucking game, bro. So many chances, and it goes again. It goes back to Zach Davies being better in May than he was in April. It goes back to the bullpen just being what they are, and then to top it off, the Cardinals just not taking advantage when they're supposed to. You get the bases loaded with no outs, and you have your big bats coming up. They had Goldschmidt and Arenado coming up, and those fucks didn't score. That's just recipe. That's just asking to lose, bro. That's asking to lose. The baseball gods see that. They take in that energy, and then they say, fuck you. I don't care if they call that shitty city baseball heaven, bro. It happens to everyone. If it would have happened to the Cubs, I would have thought that the Cubs were going to lose. And more often than not, they lose games like that. They mm -hmm. always, more often than not, nine times out of ten, they might sneak, a, sneak one out there playing a shitty fucking team. But the Cardinals were playing the Cubs tonight, man. And Again, and you mentioned it too, all these fucks who say that this team is going to sell off. All these fucks who think that their player, that the, the core four aren't worth keeping around, that we should just trade off and try to rebuild. 
Fuck all of them. All of them. And that includes Cubs fans that are saying it too, bro. I'm so fed up with that shit. Because it's like, in April, we finished the month fucking, what, 11 and 15? Mm-hmm. We're fucking above 500 right now. In second place, two games back. Two games back. It should be one game back if fucking Molina doesn't fucking get a, give himself a curtain call yesterday and hit a homer, by which was the one hit he had in this series. He was one for 13 against the Cubs since he blocked me on Instagram. Hate to see it. Hate Absolutely to see it. hate to see it. I'm yelling into the mic. I'm sorry if I'm hurting your ears. And I'm, I'm sorry for all the listeners. Thank you for all the comments. Everyone's just so interactive, and it's great. Because we're here celebrating the Cubs win tonight. One of the biggest series wins of the year. I, you know, the Dodgers one was big, Ron. You know, um, beating the Nationals three out of four was great. But to take two or three in St. Louis, given, the, given, the, given everything that we've seen so far this year at this point, I'm not saying the Cubs are going to turn the corner and win 20 out of the next 30 games or whatever, but all I'm saying is this team isn't going anywhere. This team is going to be there at the end of the year. And if they do trade or sell off a piece at the deadline, that might affect their team, but maybe keeps them somehow in it because shit could get fucking weird. I don't know how. But if they do that, it would be – I would still think that this team would be – will be in it at the end because I don't know what it is. This team just has something about it that is cool and fucking tough. And they mm-hmm. they don't give a shit. It's like it's like Chris Bryant last year when he said, I don't give a shit to the reporters or whatever, to all the naysayers who mm-hmm. said he fucking sucks. Let's take a live look at the Chris Bryant sucks crowd. Oh, wait, there's none of them left. But all of them, I don't forget you. I don't fucking forget you. But <laughs> exactly. Chris, Chris Bryant doesn't, give a, doesn't give a shit. All of all of them, all of them, they they don't get to celebrate tonight. No, they don't get to celebrate. None of them. All the people were saying that they should sell off, should do this. No, they they can all fuck off. That's what I say. This was a a team win that we will remember at the end of the year. If the Cubs make the postseason, if the Cubs make a deep run or something, hell, it's a it might be a win that I might remember next year, just even if they don't make the playoffs, just because it was a great series win. And the way that they won the third game, like it was that kind of feeling, man. And it's just, again, I can't, I can't fucking stress it enough. So many people have been so down on this team and they have just said, fuck you. They have literally just said, fuck you. And somehow, some way we were two games back in the division, have a really good chance to be right there. Absolutely. And, and, and Scott from Iowa, man, he put it perfectly, right? Best bullpen right now. I mean, this bullpen's unbelievable. Just let me go down the list really quick here of what they did tonight. Nance goes one inning, gives up only one hit, one walk, clean inning. Otherwise Tapera, one inning of work, one strikeout clean. Otherwise Winkler gave up a single hit, had a strikeout as well. He has a 0.59 ERA ladies and gentlemen. Chapin comes in, gives up one walk in two-thirds of an innings, no problem, still clean. And then Kimbrell gives up the run. It's unearned, um, and that's how they're scoring the you know runner on second bullshit. But mm-hmm. a big W for him and one in the third tonight. Like, holy shit, man. They just continue to fucking roll. And then, yes, gold glove talent at six out of the nine positions. You're damn right. Jay Hay, gold glove. Anthony Rizzo, go glove. Nico, I'm just calling him Nico, go glove the rest of the year. Because mm-hmm. yep. that's what he is. Javi's yep. a gold glover. Willie's was a finalist <sighs> last year. And we got right. like three pitchers that were finalists. 
Right. Fuck yeah. This team is so good defensively. And guess what? Like you said, Cody, they just have this this feel about them. They, it really is a vibe. Them, it is a vibe. This team is a vibe because they just don't give a shit. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna even throw it back here because it's kind of funny. Not the exact same situation, but just how this team feels and how the difference it is. And it almost to me feels a lot like looking at the 2002 Oakland Athletics. Yes, the Moneyball team. And no, they're not a Moneyball team, obviously. Their payroll is much higher than that. But just the way that they go about things, right? Because this team, for so many years, offensively, was this team that, no, they strike out a lot and they hit the long ball, and that's the only way they win. Well, now they manufacture runs better than they ever have in the last, what, four years, probably since that 2016 team. They now can hit and drive guys in without hitting the long ball. Oh, yep. but they can also still hit the fucking long ball, and they do it pretty fucking well. I mean, Javi, as we saw, Javi pimped that bitch tonight and had no problem with it. So it's a dead fucking center. The dead center. And it's just like this team right now just has this, this feeling. Because, again, that Oakland team was the way of, like, they were this underdog. Everybody wrote them off. You know, they didn't get extremely better, whatever. And yet – they still manage to win over a hundred games. Do I think this Cubs team wins over a hundred games? I don't have a fucking clue. I don't have a magic crystal ball. I wish I did. That'd be fucking sweet. They're not going to need to win this division. No. And that's the thing. They just need to be a gritty ass team this season because so, so what if it's a transition year? You you're telling me that they can't be competitive in a transition year. Why can't they be? Because it's like in 2022, when all this money's coming off the books, and sure, some of that money's probably going to go to a, a couple of these core guys that they're going to pay and whatever, but then you can go after some more pieces, and you can just fire this thing back up. Oh, and then you also have Brennan Davis, who just hit a tank today in his second game back. He's probably coming up next year at some point. You got you know a bunch of really good pitchers now that are throwing gas in the organization. We see them all the fucking time now. Keegan Thompson, Justin Steeler, just the ice tip of the iceberg with some of these guys they have coming. I mean, everybody's everybody's like you said, everybody's writing them off. No, right them don't off, write man. this team off, and not not even just this year. Don't write this team off going forward either, because what right. they're building right now with Ross as the manager, the culture that they're putting in place, this team now and in the future can really make some noise and do something special. And I'm telling you what, I, this was a, like you said, this was a huge win because you win a series against the first place Cardinals. You cut the deficit even smaller than it was coming into the series. And now you got a pretty favorable part of your schedule coming up too, where you can make some noise because <clears throat> jokingly, I, I I don't know if I can honestly entirely say that I will be this, but uh, again, our boy Scott from Iowa here, we are all Sox on tap fans till Wednesday. Yes, we are because the Sox play the Cardinals and I cannot wait to watch Tim Anderson bat flip off of some douchebag Cardinals pitcher. And I hope they get salty about it because the best fans of baseball are going to cry wolf. So they would, that's all I have to say. They will. And uh, you, you put it perfectly, Ryan, you, you put it absolutely perfect, dude. I just, again, I just, I, I can't put, like a, a thing on it. And and my biggest thing is like all these people who are like, we they should, you know, sell off or they're going to sell off. And it's like, even if they were to trade, like, say they traded Bryant, say they did, and it would be a big blow. No doubt. It would be a big blow. Mm-hmm. You got to also figure out what they're going to get back. But then also with the way that this team hits all across the board, I with the with the freaking division that they're in. 
who knows? They might just fuck around and like make the playoffs. Like that, like that's how high I am on like everyone in the lineup right now. Now, yeah. obviously, it will be a lot harder, and it would be a lot. You know, you you would you would literally miss a giant piece. This is a guy that I say we should sign for life. That I'm saying, but even if they did, it's almost like they. It's it's like the entire team just has this don't give a fuck attitude, like we keep saying, mm-hmm. and they're just going to find a way to win baseball games anytime. And it like that Cardinals team again, they traded a washing machine for fucking Aaron no Nolan Arenado and fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. This team, that team, that fucking city of St. Louis, they have. Division, win division, perhaps get to ALCS or bust type aspirations. And they just lost two or three to a team that's rumored to be fucking selling off in a month and a half. That fucking, what the Cubs did this weekend fucking means something, man. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. I don't care that it's May. Do they got to keep rolling? Yeah, they got to keep winning series, like I keep saying. Mm-hmm. And things got to go their way. But the way that they go about their business every single day, it is, it, it, it is some it's a it's a way of it's kind of like you said building a culture the way that they they're going about everything every single day the way their their approach at the plate is even though they only scored two runs and it was fucking Javi Baez hitting a fucking moonshot dead center homer the way in most fucking games that we've seen this year at least in the month of May the Cubs mm-hmm. bats have been able to manufacture runs in a way that we haven't seen and again I give Adam Wainwright all the fucking credit tonight. You don't. I I understand the umpire was fucking terrible, but you don't give up just one run and go seven innings by accident, man. Eight so, innings. Eight innings. Eight innings. Whatever it was. I give credit where credit is due, but at the same time, Cubs battled. The Cubs literally didn't allow a run with all these guys they left let on base. It's just not something that you see very often, and uh, it's great. Tomorrow off day, you can go to work. I'm just gonna like be happy. It's gonna be great, man. Mondays after W's are cool and tough. Put they that are. on the shirt. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I mean, it's it, it was such it just was such I think a, a needed win too, right? Because like you said about last night's game, and I think you epitomized that perfectly. Alzale was so good, and that unfortunately got wasted just because of how that game played out. It right. happens. It's baseball. We see it all the time. But for them to rebound the way they did, especially for being shut down essentially for eight innings, mm-hmm. because KB's. Let's be honest, KB's first hit was in the first inning. <laughs> they went all the way until the fucking ninth inning until they got their second hit. But yet this team stuck with it. They played pretty good defense tonight overall. They, you know, the bullpen, you know, they stood up real quick, cracked their neck a little bit, and they put their Superman cape on. And they did their job. And now they squeak out with a 2-1 win. Javi plays hero, bright lights in the shitty city. And it's just, dude, it, I agree with you. Like, normally you and I are sitting here just, like, breaking these down and what happened. And, no, right, tonight's not... game is an energy game. Not yes. only for us, the fans, and us here at Cubs on Tap, but for this team as well. Hell, yeah. And that's why I'm saying. That's why I, I went out on a limb at the beginning of this of this episode, man. Like, I've been like, you know, let's break down the game. Like, it's too damn early for me to say this is like a, a fucking, you know, statement win or whatever. But something about this game in this series just hit a little different. And it's not like I'm not – again, I'm saying that this team can make the postseason. I'm saying that they should make the postseason with the way that they're playing. And if they keep playing like this, they will be in the postseason. 
And yeah, like again, I remember, I remember all the people who said that this team was just gonna fucking tank and sell off before the season even started, bro. Mm-hmm. Before the season even started, and here we are, fucking what we like one or two games above 500, second place in the division. Mm-hmm. I know we're not fucking, we're not the fucking Dodgers or the Padres, whatever. We're not out West, but we're in the NL central, bro. And this fucking division is full of really competitive teams. The fact that we are here after the April that we had, mm-hmm. after all the injuries, guys keep getting fucking hurt. Thank God. Wilson Contreras, wrist is made of steel. Literally. And again, we didn't even talk about that. After all that shit in Milwaukee and people calling him fucking soft, fuck that. This mm-hmm. guy fucks. I, that's my catcher. That's who I want to fucking catch my pitchers. If for a guy to take a 99 mile an hour fastball off the wrist and then to go catch the rest of the game, fucking that guy. That guy gets who, if anyone took him as a fly W player pick for Cubs on tap, someone. They should get he should get extra points just for fucking doing that, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that like that mentality, like that never, like that never quit, never lose mentality. It's so 2015. It makes my fucking arm hair stand up, bro. This team fucks, and I want this team to play so well, so bad because it it just has that type of vibe. I'm we're not the best team in Chicago, but we are we are on our way to being one of a we're on our way to being a team that no one wants to play in October. Absolutely. I'll say that. Absolutely. And, and, and just to keep it going, right. Plays that happened in this game that we didn't even touch on yet. Garrett from Iowa here, you know, Nico to to double up the next Mike Trout is a vibe <laughs> for anybody that doesn't understand that reference. Scan Twitter for Harrison Bader stuff and you'll find it very quickly. Um, but I mean, what a play again, just call him Nico gold glove, baby. That dude's mm-hmm. baseball IQ is through the yeah. motherfucking roof. Like yeah. he is so damn smart on the field and like, he's so young still in his career too, but the dude right. plays like he's a 10 year veteran and it's yep. awesome. And it makes me feel so good because for so many fucking years we bitched and bitched and bitched about second base. Once hobby mm-hmm. moved to short and right. we were just like, what the fuck are they going to do? They need a mm-hmm. fucking second baseman trading off Tommy LaStella for nothing and watching him bloom with other teams. Yeah. You know, Ben Zobris, we miss him in 2019 because mm-hmm. of the off the field stuff. And also he was going to retire at the end of the year anyway. Like, yeah, we've missed, we've had a big hole at second base when Daniel fucking Descalso was your fucking uh, option because you thought that was the right move instead of keeping LaStella. Yeah. Seeing Nico Horner at second base now fucking just, doing whatever he wants defensively and making it happen. It's something special, bro. It's something special that we're going to get to watch for the net for like the next five years or however long, you know what I mean? And like I said, I apologize to, to Javi as much as like he, he grinds my gears so much. He grinds my gears so much with his approach, but he's just a guy that in the moment when you need that big hit more often than not, he's coming through. So yeah. A, and and honestly, since you know April seventeenth or whatever, since the mor- morale blend dropped, he has been much better. So he has, he has. I uh, I hope Garrett from Iowa is still watching and got that. So I uh, I don't know, man. I keep feeling like I'm repeating myself. It's just it's just a beautiful fucking day, bro. This this is the best Sunday in a while. This feels like a Bears win over the Packers right now, but it's not. Mm. It's just the Cubs beating the fucking Cardinals, and that's cool and tough. And I fucking cannot wait. 
to go back to Wardham on Tuesday against whoever the hell they play, which I can't remember at this current moment because this team is just going to take all that momentum to wherever they go. And uh, I'm ready, man. Like if we haven't even talked about how mediocre the starting pitching has been. Davies goes five to nine. He was, he was okay. He could have easily gone six though. He was only at like 76 pitches. Right. We say that like every time he comes out, but we take Mm -hmm. him out because it's that third time through the lineup where there's just a lot of hard contact. And again, you, you allow so many base runners, but the, the, he just got out of it. Like Mm -hmm. it's just something, there's just something about him. Again, he's not going to overpower you. He's not going to strike out 10 guys. He's not going to be sexy. Like a lot of these guys know Jacob DeGrom, but I mean, this month he's just been exactly what you would want out of your three starter. I know he's not you, Darvish. He's, we knew he wasn't going to be you, Darvish. But he's he's getting the job done, bro. And mm-hmm. I I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. So fuck fuck anyone who gave up on him. Fuck the wave. Fuck uh, fuck Yadier Molina. Fuck anyone who thinks he's the greatest catcher of all time when Jason fucking Kendall has a higher fucking career war than him. If anyone, if you, a lot of people don't even know who Jason fucking Kendall is. For, Cubs legend, by the way. Cubs legend, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, but, I, I but, remember the Jason Kendall Cubs days. Let's go. Right. But, and then also Harrison Bader, whoever the fuck wrote that sporting news fucking article, just send yourself straight to go bury yourself six feet under. I, I'm I'm rambling on now, Ron. I'm sorry, but this I'll just end it with this. This game was just fucking awesome, and it, it obviously it was because they played the Cardinals, but more so, it's just it, the Cubs just kind of showed their identity a little bit tonight, and that is just something that we've been looking for. Like it was something we were looking for all last season. Ian felt like we were looking for it in 2019. Like people, were, I remember in 2019, people talking about you know this team just doesn't care anymore. You know, all this stuff, all these things that had to do with Joe Madden being, you know, criticizing Joe Madden for how he manages the team as they're getting older, all that shit. And David Ross, he hasn't been perfect, but, and I know he got thrown out tonight, so he wasn't even really the reason they won this game. But overall, still, still cool he, and tough, though, to stand up for his boys. Hell yeah. Especially when that umpire was, was awful. So egregious. I, I just, uh, David Ross, he's doing, he's doing things that, you know, for a veteran team like this, it's something that we would have never got out of Joe Madden. And I love it, man. I fucking love it. And I feel like he would be the same if we were a young team too. He just, he's kind of like what we all talked about. Like, he's just like the, you know, the builder. He's just like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, build guys up. And he's done that. He's like, we were getting so many contributions out of so many guys that we didn't hear about or know about going into the season. He has to have some, some form of, of, you know, part into building them up into having the confidence to go out there fucking tommy nance again tonight goes out there delivers a little bit you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like ryan to paris getting back to what we saw last year fucking gets out of that fucking inning ryan yeah yes yes and you know and then you mentioned craig kimbrell chafin came in for you know half an inning gave up a walk or a hit or whatever and then kimbrell comes and gets him you know it's just this team I I just I want this team to just 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 like in major league man I want this team to just say fuck you and go out and fuck around and win a division. That's all mm-hmm. I want. I don't have World Series aspirations. Of course I want this team to win the World Series, but like at this moment in late April, this team I just want to win the division and I'll I'll remember this team for a better way than what many thought it was going to be. Absolutely. I'm right there with you man and uh 
The only other question I have is, most importantly, what golfer does Javi remind you of? What about Did the – is it Bryson DeChambeau, the one who hits those long drives? He does. He does. <laughs> I yeah. like that one. That's actually a good one. Because I don't know if you heard it. I know you were very busy doing other on-tap matters this evening. But when A-Rod compared Javi Baez to John Daly, because he always just yeah. takes out the driver and says, fuck it, I'm going to hit it as hard as I can. And he yeah. never switches it up. And it, I thought it was kind of funny. And I know it, Marty dropped that comment. Yeah. Um, shout out to Marty. Shout out to our boy Marty. But like, I saw Marty tweet about that too at the one, point, one point in the night. And I started laughing because immediately I saw it. And he goes, never thought I was going to hear Hoppy Bias compared to John Daly ever. Yeah. And I agree yeah. with him. So I'm glad you answered that. I just wanted to share that because I thought it was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I have nothing else to add because you just poetically topped it off as the little cherry on top of what was, like you said, a great win. <laughs> against the St. Louis Cardinals on Sunday night. Oh, yeah, man. It was a great fucking day to come on here and do this, man. That is just a great fucking day. I fucking love this team. I love these players. I love our manager. I love fucking Wrigley Field. I fucking love everything about this organization. And you know what? We should all start believing again. I don't care what anyone says because I know we can criticize the Ricketts, all this stuff. But you know what? Like I said, fucking Major League, man. You, you wanted to die for that team in that movie. And that's Absolutely. how I feel about this team right now, man. Like these guys just have that never, like, never uh, quit attitude, like in in fifteen right now. And it's just, it's like refreshing because you just mm-hmm. felt like you didn't have it in in eighteen or nineteen. Maybe maybe a, maybe a little bit in eighteen, but it's just like so many things like hurt them, like injury wise and stuff. And you can have that attitude, and you still need a lot of things to go your way for right. sure. But like, I don't know. I just. I feel like this team is just—it's just different. It's some—it's like I said, it's—it's it's a team that if it gets into October, I don't think anyone's going to want to play, barring injuries, barring you know selling off the team or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, all things considered, if you know if they're healthy and and they're there at the end and they continue to just like you said, kind of continue to find that identity, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to play them in October. Yeah, I really wouldn't. So yeah, man. I mean, unbelievable game. I, I do. Do you have any? Any more thoughts that you want to add, or shall we look ahead? I Again, I just want to mention it. Yadier Molina, one for 13 against the Cubs this weekend. First series against the Cubs since he blocked me on Instagram. He's fucking soft. He fucking sucks and is overrated. Just want to reiterate one more time, I because I, I loathe him more than anything in sports. So <laughs> we can move on to the next game now. No, that is a perfect, perfect way to sum this thing up. But what a win tonight. Uh, for the Cubs. And as we mentioned, the Cubs are off tomorrow. So uh, no Cubs on tap show, um, but we are back because on Tuesday, the Cubs travel to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and beautiful PNC Park to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's an early game. It'll start at 535 Central Daylight Time. Uh, and the usual suspects in the Chicagoland market you can listen on 670 to score and watch on Sp- Marquee Sports Network. As for Pittsburgh, KDKA FM 93.7 and AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh are your places. Pittsburgh's pitcher is to be determined, according to <laughs> MLB.com. Uh, but the Cubs are scheduled to trot out Jake Arrieta, who is 4-4 four and four on the season with a 4.46 ERA and 31 Ks. And let's just be honest, it's always a vibe. Sure, he's not the same pitcher he was, but it's always a vibe when Jake pitches against the Pirates in PNC Park. <laughs> exactly man yeah he's uh i think what his first or second star was against the pirates right he's been pretty good against the pirates yep. all all year so um thank you for telling me they're playing the pit the pirates i think this is a you know just keep it rolling man just keep mm-hmm. the keep keep the the good vibes going 
it would be it would be a huge letdown. Excuse me, if they go into Pittsburgh and just like get shelled and lose a series or whatever, it would be a yeah. huge letdown. Um, I like they haven't played that great on the road, but this was like one of the first series. Like Detroit, which it's Detroit, so you can't really put too much into it. And now this series was like the first big road series that they won. So you got to take that mojo and just like keep it going in Pittsburgh because that team, I don't care what the record is right now, that team is just not as good as this Cubs team. You go in there, continue to pitch like we're pitching, fucking, you know what I mean? Just score early and and let the bullpen hold it down, man. So yeah, uh, I will give Adam Frazier some credit. I looked the other day, he like leads baseball and hits like total hits. Yeah. He's been very um, good for them this yeah. year. He's been, a, he's been a big Cubs killer to them this year. So I, I would say the biggest key is to like keep him off the, off the bases because when he gets on base, that's when bad things happen to the Cubs. Um, As far as a fly W player pick, obviously it's Chafin, but if I take a position player, Oh man, what's uh who what, is the pitcher they're facing? Is it is there a lefty or righty? Uh, it's a TBD. <laughs> oh, it's TBD. We don't fucking know. All right, well, no idea. I'll say this. Um, on Friday, you know, obviously the offense put up twelve runs. Um, I you know, Nico Horner was was really good in that game. These last two games, because the offense has been quiet, he was pretty quiet. So I'll take him to get back on track. Um, I don't think he had a hit tonight. And he had a couple. I know he struck out at least once. So, I again, I give Adam Wainwright a lot of credit. I, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I hate that t- that franchise, he is someone that like I somewhat respect because longevity means something. So, um, sure. yeah, I'll take Nico Horner to to bounce back, start, and and get the Cubs' offense rolling um, while playing in some elite defense at second base. Yeah, I love the Nico Horner pick. I I'm I'm on the Nico train. Nico Gold Glove. Um, that's that's just what I'm going to call him now for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Always a good pick. And yeah, I mean, you put it really well about everything with this, right? I mean, this is a perfect time to to get Pittsburgh. You're hot. You're coming off a huge series win against the Cardinals, and the you know the Pirates are struggling, and they've had some injury issues. And um, for example, Moran, their first baseman's been hurt, and he's been one of their better hitters early this season. So they have a lot of things kind of going against them, and it really is a perfect time for the Cubs to take advantage. And I'm even going to take it a step further, Cody, as you mentioned, you know get another big road series win but also then look ahead not not the cubs we don't want them looking at they should be looking to tuesday and only tuesday but for us here at cubs on tap we can talk about this and say they got then six games in a row at home you got three against the reds a team that you should beat and hopefully Mm -hmm. they can and you know nick is just going to continue to break my heart but it's cool when he gets traded at the deadline to the cubs (laughs) Or he opts out in the offseason and signs with the Cubs in 2022 because we're going to have the DH. They mentioned it on the Sunday night baseball broadcast. They're, the DH is coming, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, it's not official, but we all know. Yeah, He's going to look great in cubby blue, but for now he's going to piss me off as a red. Outside of that, I'm not afraid of that team. I'm really not. Jesse Winker's having a really good season. Got, again, credit where credit is due. That dude's been Steroids are awesome, man. That's just, I mean, that's a joke, <laughs> but yeah. Steroids are awesome. <laughs> but like, I mean... You know, and then you got the Padres, the hottest team in baseball, the best team in baseball right now, record wise, first team to 30 wins. They come in for three and then you see them a week later in San Diego. So this is a good time. Like you said, that momentum, ride that momentum hard now into the Pittsburgh series because you want that to continue into the next, you know, sure. It's going to be like the next 15 to 20 games. But if you got that mojo where you're going to play some really good ball clubs like the Padres twice, 
the Giants, who are magically having a really good season, and the Reds, who are always a team that plays the Cubs hard and can always screw the Cubs over if they're not careful. So a big win on Tuesday, a big series win in in Pittsburgh, really carries well then into Memorial Day weekend and then ultimately into June. For sure. And you mentioned the Padres. So, you know, they're going to have to play two series against them at the beginning of June. And, you know, let's call a spade a spade, man. That team's really fucking good. I think that team is better than the Cubs. You want to, you got to win these games against Pittsburgh and and Cincinnati, who, you know, I feel like the Cubs and the Reds are pretty even. And maybe the Cubs are a little bit better uh, pitching wise than the Reds. I think the Reds might have a little better offense just because Castellanos and Winker have just been lights out on fire all season. Okay. But, but you know, I, I again, I, I don't have World Series aspirations. I have win the fucking division aspirations because that's like that's what this team told me tonight. That's what they yeah. told me they're trying to do. So, um, yeah, man, I. Uh, I, this these next two series they, they they are important especially with the Padres coming up you don't want to like lose a series or two against these two teams and then have to face San Diego that's not going to be fun yeah and that's bad bad mojo then uh, we'll then feel really dumb about the rant I went on at the very, very beginning of the show if that happens yeah. well so. let's hope let's hope they keep you in the uh, in the feeling good column and not the feeling bad column I am go going to say though that uh, my fly the W pick real quick before we wrap this thing up I'm gonna go here with Mr. Dope Redbeard he's in our comments Pittsburgh area native Ian oh, yeah. gonna have a big it. series I think he's due because he's been getting hot you know he was a little quiet in the St. Louis series mm-hmm. overall but it just he likes hitting at home. It's like it was like mm-hmm. the Kyle Schwarber in Cincinnati or anytime he was in Ohio thing. That's yeah. going to be the Ian Happ in Pittsburgh thing. I want Happ putting a ball into the fucking river. That's what I want happening. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with Ian Happ on Tuesday. I think he's going to have a good series. And I'll tell you what, if Ian Happ, if Ian Happ has a monster series, it might be finally time for me to consider an Ian Happ jersey. It Hell really yeah. might. So, oh. so the, for those that are like, wow, that doesn't sound as awful as Cody eating mayonnaise. No, but it does hit my wallet, which is about to be a little dry in the coming days because I have a bachelor party to be attending later this week. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man, I'm going to roll Ian Happ. I, I can't wait to see what he does on Tuesday uh, against yeah. the Pirates. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I love it. One other thing I do just want to mention, you know, Adam or not Adam, uh, Matt Duffy. I think he, he started last night, but. I, I know he's been kind of hurt. Hopefully he can get healthy this week because the Cubs are going to need him still. I still, you know, I have not forgot about him. David Bodie didn't do anything to impress me these last two days, uh, you know, defense or not. But we, they're going to need uh, Matt Duffy to be out there and contribute. Um, so yeah. just wanted to make that note. Um, but, yeah, man, I, just the – Ah, th- today, today, fucks. Today's all. I can't wait to go to work tomorrow. Talk <laughs> about this with all like my entire office is just Cub fans. I'm just gonna fucking. I might not get anything done. We're just gonna talk about the Cubs for like the entire morning, and then go to lunch, and then you know, and then I'll just kind of coast the rest of the day. Like it's uh, like that's a I can't vibe on a Monday. I remember those days, dude. It's those a vibe, were the bro. Best on on Mondays, especially like so. I remember doing that with like because for me. I had a very weird corporate work experience when I was still there. It was, I had a lot of people that were from Wisconsin that I worked with. So I had, and I had a, somebody from St. Louis, probably the only Cardinals fan, admittedly that I will probably ever like in my entire life. But mm. so it was always Brewers and Cardinals. And then you had some of the Cubs fans. And I was like, this sucks. And then it was bears with Packers. It was the same way, but like, yeah. 
that vibe though, after like a big game on Sunday and you can just roll into work and you know, it's just going to be a gong show of a Monday where you're not going to get a damn thing done. They're the best. I, I, I miss, I do just a little bit miss that vibe, but um, I'll make my own vibe because it's Monday and I'll be at home and I, you know, <laughs> get to go on a little trip this week, so that'll be good. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah, man, I mean, any any final thoughts? I, I know we um, keep saying we're we're gonna one, wrap it up. But one one so last one last last thing: the Cubs are nine and six since I inhaled a bottle of mayonnaise. I'm I I will take all the credit for reviving the Chicago Cubs. Dom, Frederick, love you, man. You're you're my guy. I love you, and you and you're one of my favorite guys on Cubs Twitter, but I, I feel like the morale blend and the fact that I ate an entire thing of mayonnaise deserves some credit to mm. reviving the Chicago Cubs. So Co- coffee he, and mayonnaise. He he woke up he woke up the offense with the morale blend and I don't know I just woke up W's because we just been winning games ever since I ever since I did that. So woke up W's. <laughs> Because yeah. I said it after I said it after losing the series against the the Reds that they wouldn't that they if they swept the Dodgers I would do it and they proceeded to win games so that's what True. I'm saying like I just I just brought W's back to Wrigley Field so absolutely absolutely and 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 like you said the morale blend keeps them going then getting those W's so oh, yeah. um, that's a great way to put it man great way to end it I think I do want to just quickly remind everybody Cubs on Tap is the official Cubs podcast of the on Tap Sports Network you can go ahead and check out all of our great work over at www.ontapsportsnet.com and at ontapsportsnet on social media. We got not only great Cubs coverage, you're listening to some of that right now with myself and Cody, but we also got great Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, you name it, we've got it. And let's be honest, Northsiders, we all got friends that are Southside fans. They're pretty cool over here too and really good. Uh, so you bring them our way as well. Uh, you can follow our specific accounts for the podcast at Cubbies, C-U-B-B-I-E-S on tap. Um, that is on both Twitter and Instagram. And then you can follow Cody at Cody on tap on Twitter. I am at Loose on tap on Twitter. And the on tap sports network, go ahead and check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. Well, Cody, this was fun. We get a breather tomorrow. We get to enjoy this big series victory. But then the Cubs are back at it on Tuesday in Pittsburgh. Somebody will be back on the mic here from Cubs on Tap. I think I might potentially be one of them. Uh, and maybe we can get Cody on too and we can do this again and run it back. So uh, oh, no. we're talking about a winner. 2-1 today for the Cubs. And Cody, what do you say? We get out of here the only way know how to, my guy? Let's go Cubs. Let's go Cubs.